The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And we're back here to analyze this, and you know I'm feeling good because I just heard that Spyro Jaira. Right? That's Spyro Jaira background music and that previous morning dance. Right? Thank you, Rufus Tumble. You know what I'm saying? And I enjoy playing that. The joint where I hang out at. When I, every time I play morning dance, everybody loves it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there's the steel pan, the xylophone, all that good stuff. Right? So uh, let's do some programming notes, then I can get back to equanimity and all that stuff before doing Henry uh, join me there. Uh, for some bush tea. PBS News Hour at 7 p.m. Shuttlesworth <clears throat> at 8 p.m. Right? Explore how Reverend Fred Shuttlesworth inspired freedom movements around the world. That's from 8 to 9. Finding Your Roots from 9 to 10. Explore the ancestry of Daniel Brooks and Dion Warwick. If you see me walking down the street and I start to cry. <laughs> Yo, I go, yeah, the story about that. Uh, hey, that remind me to get him the story about me singing that piece there for the hour, right? Welcome, uh, So that's uh, finding your roots from 9 to 10. I can't sing a lick. And then gospel from uh, 10 to 12, right? Explore the gospel family dynasties that dominate the charts and those that use their musical prowess to influence soul music. And that's from 10 to 12. You know, it's Black History Month, so... You know that um, PBS and NPR, uh, we're going to do things, you know what I'm saying, uh, consistent with Black History Month. Of course, you know, midnight, I'm an important company, which normally is at 11. But since time turned back in November, it's now a midnight thing. But come March, it'll be back uh, to 11 p.m. <clears throat> right? So you saw me uh, reaching out there for me, Dion Warwick, right? Walk on by. I... Uh, you know I'm a sports junkie. Uh, I'm a hip-hop junkie and a sports junkie. One of the greatest hip-hop songs ever is a song by the name of Mona Lisa by Slick Rick. And at the end of the song, he sings that piece, right? If you see me walking down the street and I start to cry, walk on by, right? And all that good stuff. So so we're good. Um, <clears throat> and I will always do that. I like that one. Um I just got a I just got a, a text message from a big shot. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer I'm gonna answer her right now. Uh uh let me answer her. Bam bam bam. Uh bam bam bam. So we good to go. Take that out now. So we good. Dwayne Henry uh has joined uh the discussion. Uh good morning counselor Bush T for February. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. Good morning, everyone. Okay, that's good. So we got a number of things to talk about. Let me talk about equanimity, man. Yeah, okay, that's it. That's that's. that's <laughs> I, I know you're listening, right? And and I had to I had to do a uh, horse racing reference. I remember back in '97 when I, you know, I'm in my early 30s, and I knew then that uh, uh, there's because I had just gone on Abdul Ali. Remember Abdul Ali has this the, mm-hmm. the weekend review, right? Right. So, so I was saying, you know, if you're going to get in the political arena, you really need to broaden your vocabulary. So every time I would see these big words and I was like, you know, uh, when you're in the, in the political realm, 
you know, like to show off a little bit and sound like you know what you're talking about, right? <clears throat> so yeah. I'm reading the daily racing form after the arc Detroit the Arc de Triomphe. Got pronounced it correctly, right? Uh yeah. nineteen ninety seven and this horse Pent Celeb. Uh, Andre Fab was the trainer, not Francois Bouton. And when I when I he, he when he when he was describing like he was doing the post race interview and he said you know he has this equanimity about him so I'm you know I'm impressed with that but you know you're impressed with these big words and things right so I I always thought it was more about the mental aspect and I'm glad that I had this conversation this learning uh, conversation this morning because she mentioned gate and that's the term right trainers. Uh, yeah. That with any animal, with any animal, not not just horses, any animal, they look at the gate, right? Because right. the gate has to do with balance, conformation, all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? So oh. that was dope to hear her reference that use that term this morning, gate. You know what I mean? So, 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 I like that. Now, uh, let's 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 um, correlate that to to the legal realm where you at, because um, that's part of the deal, right? It ain't just about the Latin terminologies. It's about using terminology um, in discourse, right? To, yeah. to to get to get your point across and to get your point across comprehensively and pointedly. Speak a little bit about that vocabulary. Yeah. Uh, why vocab? Why vocab? And an appreciation for vocabulary is so critical in the legal realm. It, first of all, the legal realm the legal realm consists of two basic areas: the writing and the speaking. Mm -hmm. And whether you sit down having a contract negotiation or whether you're in court or whether you're teaching a law course or teaching something or having a speech on on whatever, you want to make sure that you're effective. And equanimity or or composure, I guess, is another way you can put it, is is, is very important in getting your your point across. You know, we look on TV and we see these lawyers screaming in courtrooms and stuff like that. And it's not that way at all in real life. First of all, you're not going to get away with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and second of all, it does nothing to help your case. Nothing. You know, um, you, you want to come across as somebody that know what they're talking about. And uh, as, as a common sense, because you're trying to persuade people. So, and it's the same thing in your writing, you know, um, you you want to make sure the, you, your writing has that that balance, but also um, you you're familiar with words that's gonna um, have an effect on the audience. No, no, so no. You you, 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 you bring up a good point, and it's actually the the, dif- the difference between the courtroom and 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 um, the Senate floor. Right, where where decibel levels might have an effect, <laughs> it might have an effect on the Senate floor, but it has minimal to to no effect in the courtroom. That absolutely, you're right. Um, on the in the political arena, it's all about screaming, and then you look at the campaign trail. You know, you look at how Trump is campaigns. You know, it's just boisterous, and and, and that has an effect with a lot of people, especially the people that support him. You know, they like that kind of stuff, um, as opposed to, say, a Biden who is a more measured person. I mean, sometimes we have Doc Brandon, but normally Biden <laughs> is quite soft-spoken. No, um, you know, when, when you start, when you when you uh, spoke about that, I remember um, uh, a conversation I had with Joe Pantene, right? Mm-hmm. And and he, he used the term, you used the term measured, right? That's another, that's another yeah. horse racing man. Um, 
terminology anyway, yeah. right? But tempered. He said he said uh, he, 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 uh, he was. We were speaking about something, and he said, you know, um, he was. I, he was telling me I either needed to be tempered or I was tempered in speaking, uh-huh. and and that's critical as well. That's what we're talking about here, right? Uh, you know, when we were in the in the discourse. Absolutely, absolutely, and and you know, it's, 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 I'm glad you brought up Tony Pantin. I saw him the other day, and. He is one attorney I know over the years that I've known him that's always been, I've, I've never heard him raise his voice. Yes, never. yes, yes. It's, it's, never, it's, never, it's never. actually a gift. It's, it's something that, yeah. that, that uh, President Obama, right, used uh-huh. effectively. Um, yeah. be, 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 because, and, and I don't want to offend people, but then when you're offended, right, uh, tip, yeah. typically we apply the broad brush thinking that everybody of color is loud. And that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? No. There, there, there are those who are measured in what they say and tempered in how they say it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, 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 so that's good. Speaking of you, speaking of Trump, um, it looks like he had a good day uh, in the Supreme Court last week um, uh-huh. in, in, in making his argument to remain on the Colorado state ballot. I, I actually right. listened to that. I don't normally listen to it, but I listened to it, um, and, and that was that was that was that was just remarkable. With how the Supreme Court justices they just chime in whenever they feel like it, um, yes. uh, <laughs> it is it, like uh, uh, it's not disrespectful. It's like it's expected. Where it we're, is expected. Yeah, where where they're asking a defense lawyer or or or, or a plaintiff lawyer uh, questions, and then next thing you know, bam, somebody come in and uh, out of nowhere they they're not even recognize. Right. You know, mm-hmm. t- talk about why why that is okay and allowed okay. in the Supreme Court deliberations. Okay, they, all appellate courts do that. As a matter of fact, and um, you'll see it on the trial level if you're arguing a motion. Um, you know, the two attorneys um, argue a motion. You, you, you might see the judge interrupt, but you really see it on the appellate level. In law school, they actually teach that to you. Um, the, the, as a, the, the moot court in, in, in law school and trial advocacy competitions, the whole idea is to teach you to think on your feet. You have to know what you're talking about. And when they interrupt you, if you're talking... You could have practiced your speech, but when the judge or justice interrupts you, they are testing you by trying to throw you off your game to see if you could come back to your argument and still give cohesive arguments and, and stuff like that, even after multiple interruptions. And not only that, an interruption might be by the judge, which is, you know, um, that, that interruption might take you on a tangent far away from where you are. So it, it's just that you... you it's a it's a skill you develop in knowing how to get away from the subject, talk about a new subject that was brought up, and then get back to what you were trying to say to begin with, mm-hmm. without without missing a beat. And then it's a skill to teach you in law school. And judges do it, especially Supreme Court and appellate court judges do it to see, you know, because they don't want you to come in there and just recite stuff. So they want to see if you know what you're talking about, if you've covered all your bases, because you come in there with one argument, but they're going to hit you with all the contrarian arguments, which is what they do. And they say, well, but what about this? And, well, the other side says this, you know, and and the whole idea is to see if you're prepared to answer all the the possibles in in an argument. No, no, I remember um, when when we had the Burt Bryan case. Remember after the hurricane, you, you were you were you were in law school or in the, or in the army then at that point, right? Late eighties, uh, late eighties, early nineties. I was still in the army. Nineteen ninety, and and yes. um the 
the attorney general, uh, uh-huh. the what do you call it, the deputy attorney general who was arguing the case, right? His, uh-huh. his name was L.C. Wright. I'll never forget it. And he went up <laughs> against Jeffrey Mohead, B, Jeffrey B.C. Yeah. Mohead, and Jeffrey win the case, right? So, yeah. so I remember in the office they were asking him, so what happens next with L.C. Uh-huh. L.C. He asked L.C. Wright that, and he said, "I'm on to the next case." In other words, he yeah, he, yeah. he 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 ain't got time to hold on to the results of this particular case, right? It was no. what it was. He made his argument. You deal with the you deal with the verdict, right? The yeah. the reason why I brought that up is on Tuesday, I think it was or Wednesday, right? Wednesday, the 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 uh, DC court knocked on knocked on the um, immunity argument for Trump, right? Right. And then on Thursday, he now gets. What everyone believes is a it has a good day um, as it relates to the Colorado um, ballot right. issue uh, as well, which is a, a perfect example of why you you got to focus on what's ahead of you. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, in particular, in in the law realm, because you're not gonna win out. This ain't Perry Mason with Perry winning every case, right? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so so t- talk about that and and why a law and order has lasted so long. <laughs> Because it's real where they have literally lost cases. Yes, yes. Um, you know, the the very few lawyers have an absolute winning record. Very few. Um, they, um, you, you usually balance out, or you might... Let me put it to you this way. Very few lawyers try a lot of cases. Let me say that instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, the North Carolina um, Defense Bar has a saying says, a case not tried is a case won. Meaning, you can win even though you didn't try the case. If you got a settlement that's favorable to your thing, or, you, or in, the, in the criminal end, you know, prosecutors want to save time and money and their own mental well-being um, by closing, you know, seven cases, getting plea bargains when they can get them. You know, this, it's always good to do that because it, it, you manage the court docket better. If everybody wants a case tried, people, and don't forget, prosecutors and, 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 and the public defenders like Hannibal and those others, that all they do is try cases. That's all they do is try cases. And so the least, the less, the least, if they, you know, the less number of cases they can try, it's better for them holistically. Mm-hmm. So... So you so so people try to close out those cases. So it's not about winning a case; it's about resolving the case in the best interest of justice. The same thing happens on the civil side. You could have two families going at it, and they could go to court and yell and scream or whatever. But you know, their families. You can get them to settle, sit down, and, and come to you know to mediation or whatever, come to some conclusion. That's a good thing. That's a very good thing. No, so it's, no, no, it's no. not about winning everything. It's not Perry Mason. No, 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 no. With that hearing that I was listening to, I got the impression that the counselor for the plaintiffs for Colorado, right? Huh. They they were more focused on uh, Article Three, right? The four, the Fourteenth Amendment, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And not the state's rights to disqualify a candidate. Uh, so let so let me ask this question: mm-hmm. um, Shouldn't lawyers shape or tailor? how they want to deliberate uh, before the appellate court or, or should they allow the, uh, the, the the justices or the appellate court to dictate that? Or uh, And first of all, do they have that ability? I would think David, I, I would think that he would, 
uh, the counselor would, would be the one to say, I'm not here to focus on Article 3 or the 14th uh-huh. Amendment. I'm here uh-huh. to focus on the rights of the state of Colorado to disqualify yes. a candidate. Help us out there, whatever. Uh, yes, and therein lies the rub. You just hit it on the nail there. The lawyer is going in hoping to keep the argument, the, the, the discussion on his point or her points of view. The, the other side is trying to do the same thing. The, justice are tra- the justices are trying to distract everybody. The justices don't want, the, remember I was saying earlier, they don't want you to just come in there and read a speech mm-hmm. and sit down. Correct. You know? So, they, you know, they, so the justices are, are trying to, to get you to think about other things while the lawyer definitely is trying to keep it in his, you know, he wants the When you write a brief, you want the judge, you know, you're, you're going to write a brief, right? And you're going to mention all the cases that help you. And then later on, you may uh, mention three or four cases that went against you. But you distinguish those cases by saying, even though the court in, in, in James V, the legislature, said such and such, it only dealt with this particular issue. And it didn't deal with the issue that I'm talking about. See what I'm saying? Correct. So, so you always try to pull the argument even when it gets pulled away from you, the attorneys are always trying to pull it back into their sphere, uh, and that's where they have you know, the, the most evidence for you know for their side. If, they, if, if you keep the conversation on your um, your, your argument, we're talking with uh, Dwayne Henry, um, a little a little bushy uh, discussion this morning. I had uh, mentioned uh, my previous conversation with Miss Elaine Porsche. They have a, a equanimity refu- retreat re- refuge coming up. Uh, next month here on St. Croix, and we were talking about how um, counselors um, <clears throat> got to master the vocabulary, got to, got, to, got to measure and temper their demeanor, and then they uh-huh. got to actually shape the narrative, right, um, yeah. when, when, when before, in, in the appellate courts, because that's what we're talking uh-huh. about there. So we're going to know we're going to come back, we're going to talk a little bit about that brief from the D.C. court, because it looks like they were making an argument for the Supreme Court to not even take up um, the, the, the appeal, which actually was filed uh, yesterday with a whole heap of requests for stay and all that stuff. So we're going to break that down. And then we can also talk about some local uh, politics and laws as well. Uh, we'll take a break. And then, he, um, of course, doing a let us know um, the, the Bush tea of choice this morning. We'll be back right after this. A new year deserves a fresh start. The Bank of St. Croix provides in-person service, personal and business checking accounts, online banking, and mobile apps for banking on the go, a nonprofit community investment checking account, and a 24-hour banking cash management platform. There are two locations, one in Gallus Bay and one in Peters Rest. The Bank of St. Croix has something for everyone. Contact a customer service specialist for details regarding our nonprofit community investment checking account. Member FDIC. On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like Jeff Bezos. He had that big cowboy hat on. (laughs) He looked like like a shrink ray had hit Garth Brooks. (laughs) I'm Peter Sagal. Join me as we speak truth to power, at least until power agrees to buy us out, on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. 
Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. From Carnegie Hall, two sensational divas got together to sing spirituals. Kathleen Battle and Jesse Norman. When I think of a spiritual, I think of hope. Everyone could feel what a moment it was. Enjoy how Kathleen Battle and Jesse Norman made history through the magic of spirituals on great performances. Tune in February 16th at 11.30 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12. Back here, I analyze this. I'm a good friend, uh, Dwayne Henry, uh, joining me. Uh, this man, hey, look, I just I got a text message from Claudia Schrada, right, Madam President, right? Uh, Dwayne, you there? Looks like I lose, looks like I lose, uh, Dwayne Henry. Uh, but anyway, I just, oh, yeah, okay, okay, there, uh, morning, Councillor. Um, I got, a, I, I got a, a, a text message from President Schrada, right. You know Claudia yeah, Schrader, well, right? Well, yeah. And, and, Claudia. She, and, and she, she, she said, uh, okay, I, I know we, we, and we're going to take a call from our listener right after this, but she, she sent me a, a, test, a text message and she said, uh, um, a colleague of mine, he's the president of BMCC CUNY, heard you this morning. He has some synchroid ties, right? And he oh. wants to chat with you, Rick CUNY. He's good people. Oh. So I walk in and that, they say the show far reaching, you know? You know what I mean? Right. Uh, you know, we, we, we're doing our thing, uh, and I, so I was just looking him up on uh, Dr. Anthony Moreau, right? But he's the, he's the, he's the president. I, I got, I got, uh, she said the chancellor. So I got to look that up and see if that's the name right. or whatever, but we're looking for I that. I actually, you know, she's on my LinkedIn. Um, yeah, yeah, LinkedIn. yeah, yeah, and, um, yeah. And she regularly, I, I remember her, um, I, I remember that name. She had a recent post about that gentleman. Okay, so, uh, so Mr. Mon- about Mr. Monroe. That's his name? Yeah. Anthony Monroe, yes. I, I thought she was talking about Felix Rodriguez, who is no. the, he, he is, uh, but he is the city university um, of New York. And he's the eighth chancellor of the city university of New York. And, okay, and no. yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he's a historian, professor, author, noted Puerto Rican scholar, um, Felix Matos Rodriguez. But I think she's referring to Anthony Monroe. So we'll, we'll confirm that. Uh, we got Carla in the line. Good morning, Carla. How are you? Well, good morning, gentlemen. You know, me are calling for the bush tea, you know. Calling for the bush tea? Are you? Hey, and the reason, the reason why me are calling, because the narrative now has changed. Over now, nearly nine months, Mr. Donald Trump will be in president again. Now, even CNN, the liberal, knows them, and, and the conservative people might realize now what are really happening at the Virgin Islands. I hope you see the writing on the wall. Donald Trump will beat Joe Biden in the next few months and will be the president and get America back on track again. All the court case them you used to reference, 
where them people say them are bring down Donald Trump and make Donald Trump strong. And these were the things me I say months and months ago. Me don't analyze this, you know, months and months ago that Donald Trump was going to win. And now him and lead Joe Biden in the polls, even CNN now, have to come forward truthfully on one say Donald Trump a lead if election was today. It is no way, Mr. Neville, no way, attorney, also, that Joe Biden will beat Donald Trump. So we want everybody to put on them seatbelts in the Virgin Islands and all over the world. <laughs> because Donald Trump will win again. He will win again. And Neville, yeah, but, and give me the question. Because we're ready for all you know. Because okay. I, have, have, I, have a quick, I have a quick question for you. Yeah. If you are alive, if you are alive, in the um, 1930s and, and, and um, the early 40s in Germany, um, would you have um, enthusiastically embraced Hitler the same way you're doing on um, Donald Trump? Man, that is so unfair for me to come rising sun like Donald Trump. Would you have been a national treasure? Would you have been? It's an abomination for you to compare Hitler with Donald Trump, who has saved America. How could you compare a man like the president? Remember when Hitler was running? Remember Hitler actually lost the election? Yeah. And then he, he, he did a little thing that forced them to name him chancellor. But one of the things Hitler and Mussolini both did was they increased employment in their countries. And, like, Mussolini famously um, had, had the trains running on time because Italy was known notoriously for bad train service, mm -hmm. and, you know, in Europe. So, so because those guys had 100% full employment... Mm -hmm. Well, uh, you would have supported them because it, it give was not a chance to respond, attorney. Attorney, right. give me a chance to respond. Because me no, 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 no. Be before you respond, all I want to ask you, right, with respect to the question Attorney Henry asked you is, what are you balling for? Eh? What are you balling for? The man asks you a question and you start balling, balling. What are you, you come out with all kind of, um, what, what, what's the word, fervor. And all kind of confidence and referring to Donald Trump as a national treasure. I'll, I'll leave you stay, you know. And then he asks one question and you start to ball. What are you balling for, Carla? Well, well, Neville, me not ball, but here what me <laughs> me, not, me wouldn't support Hitler, but here what me I yeah. Let me respond now, attorney. Mm -hmm. oh. for, you to, for you to compare a national treasure like Donald Trump, an American U.S. president, uh -huh. what make America strong and greater than most presidents could ever do. Yeah. We have to compare him. Donald Trump... No, 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 no. Compare, compare him to what? Compare him to him what? Not extinguish, him not extinguish millions of Jews. I said, I, I said, I, I call the name, compare Donald Trump to whom? To Hitler, we not do that. Well, stop right there. I'm going to stop you right there. Have you ever heard of the word called vermin? V-E-R-M-I-N? You ever hear that word? No, no, no. No, Donald Trump, no, 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 Donald Trump no, 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 used that word about two to three months ago, and you know, you know who, when, whenever, the, whenever you hear the word vermin, you know who to come, you know who's who, who's who's vision to come to in people's mind at that point, a man named Adolf Hitler. Okay. Well, where will you see that? No, listen to me. No, listen to me. I let you had your, your your open soapbox and all that stuff. Here is what I'm telling you, right? The the question that the counselor asked you was appropriate. 
because when Donald Trump, because you know he live on truth social, right? He got his own. He, he don't like Twitter no more because he can't really control Twitter. How he could control his own medium? No, he so, can't so, talk the truth. So, so he, he like that, that, that's the truth. Him. That's the truth. But anyway, I, I go. I, I coming back to that, right? Here, here is what happened. He does. He does drop multiple posts per day, and 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 the worse it gets, the more posts he does drop. And one day, one day he quoted he quoted Hitler using terms like vermin, and the people them said, "Well, well, well, if this isn't a classic play on words to let you know what his mentality oh, oh. be." From eighty That's and ninety years ago, right? That's so, so yeah, yeah. So, so that question that he actually is, is is appropriate. So, I gonna give you a little assignment, right? Going forward, we ain't done yet. I, I, I ain't done with you this morning. When you get a chance, look up the word vermin. Google vermin, Hitler and Trump, and you are gonna get so many articles. Your head gonna spin. But go right ahead. I give you a chance to respond. Okay, me respect that. Yeah. But you could Google enough article about Joe Biden, and I guarantee you, some of the things that him say also will be things that you disagree with. Okay? Agreed. I, I agree. I, I agree with you on okay. that. Yes. Okay. So we want to put that on record. Yeah. Nobody is perfect. I, I never see no politician who are perfect. The people that won't think them are perfect, you have to watch them. Because them are the people that are like snaking at the grass. So I'm not worried about people who think them are perfect. But what I talk about is today. Over nearly one year, we continue to hear the, the message from this radio station and North radio station you know, all over the world. Mm -hmm. Because you see, they might say, oh, Donald Trump can't win. Can't win. They might go jail. Look, look, you know me, right? You know that I is a man like Hass Race, right? And, and you come from Jamaica. Ain't got no island in the Caribbean, not even a Virgin Islander. I's a Virgin Islander. Love has race like Jamaican, right? And it's two terms that they don't use in, in Jamaica. Can't win and can't lose, right? You just said that Donald Trump can't win, right? Can't lose. No, 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 no. You said that every, every station claiming that Donald Trump can win. That's what you just That's said. Right. right? That's right. Right? And, and, and I'm telling you, right, that the 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 numbers and election day will speak for itself. You are just like the you are the reverse of what the Trump people them was saying in twenty sixteen when Hillary Clinton was leading all the polls. Remember that? Remember when they were saying Hillary can lose? Oh, and, yes, then, and, then, and, and, and then what happened in 2016 with the Electoral College? Donald yes. Trump win. So yes, you go... Can't, so, so, so I, election. I, you can't what? You can't compare then because here what happened then. It was an open election. No presidential candidate. No, you have Joe Biden who was a sitting incumbent president. Yeah, no, you had two... No, 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 no. You had two... Listen, no, we, we need to correct the record. You, right? Listen, listen to me, listen to me. In 2016, you had two non-incumbents, right? You had Hillary Clinton, who was never president, and Donald Trump, who was never president at the time, right? In 2024... We're looking at an incumbent president versus a former president. So they do have something in common in that they have both served as the leader of the free world.
So be careful and no, don't 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 want don't 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 just Mr. don't just a broad Mr. brush. Neville, I, I play that. Don't Mr. Do that. Neville, let me tell you, Mr. Neville. Trump has a record. You know, he had four years like from 2017 to 2021. And let me tell you, the more, the more stone them are thrown, them are get the warrior stronger. You see, you know why I want Donald Trump when I continue to say this? It's not because of the hype, you know. It's because I'm making this country stronger. Over a hundred something billion dollars are with Ukraine. You know something? You know something? You know something? I gonna let Dwayne Henry get into the conversation because <laughs> be, because you need picking about a hundred billion dollars to Ukraine. You realize that yesterday, Donald Trump favorite metric when he was the president. What, what was that, uh, Dwayne Henry? What he used to refer to stock every day, market. the stock market, the Dow Jones. You you realize that yesterday, the twelfth record for twenty twenty four, the twelfth high ever. Uh, we've had twelve new highs. With right. the Dow Jones, and yesterday it closed at another high. Who is the president right now, Carla? Who's and the president? And, and, and a few days ago, the SMP closed at its highest ever. Highest, it went over five thousand. So I want to, I want to ask the Carla, who is the president right now, Carla? Man, Joe Biden. And who, and, and who, and and, and 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 when are these records being set? Under whose presidency? Right now, it was Joe Biden. But let me respond to that. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, I know. You know. You know what I mean? Tell what me I say. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Right now, the issues in America, yes, is a great economy. We all know that. Under Trump, we had strong economy also. But what the problem is, we don't want to grow a strong economy to give away all of America money and make America weaker. And this is what happened in this administration. You think so for Trump? give all the money to Ukraine. You think so? All the money to NATO countries. You and Trump is saying, listen, you we have so? to make our country stronger. You think so, Richard? That's give away America money. You know something? You, you, you belong in the political arena now because you're good with the spin. Dwayne Henry, respond to this, Carla, <laughs> for me, please. Respond to this, Carla. <laughs> he's, yeah, yeah. he's definitely good with the spin. Yeah. But what, what I was really asking him, right, which he still ain't said whether he would have, yes or no, whether he would support Hitler. If, if you know. My thing is this. What we have, is people overlooking some serious um, personal flaws and political flaws in Donald Trump for fickleness. It's not about America is a great country. This whole idea that America is so weak or whatever is a bunch of nonsense, okay? <laughs> people need to just stop with that crap, you know. Uh, America is no weaker now than it was 50 years ago than it was 100 years ago. I dare any country to wage war against America. But, but not only that, uh, Dwayne Henry, uh, and I want to ask you, Carla, this. You realize that uh, of all of the, the, the major countries um, since the pandemic, the United uh -huh. States is the leader as it relates to economic growth since 2020. Yes. Um, Carla, Carla says, since you want to talk about strength, you know, you know what we do on this show, right? We just analyze this. And this and show, right? And you, you keep throwing out all these terms about, about strengthening the country and all that thing. Give me some data, man. I want some data. 
some Here data. Here's the data I give you now. Yeah. Here's the data I give you. Yeah. Yes, what you say is perfect. I agree. I said Joe Biden do everything wrong. Here what I tell you. I like you. that. I like that. I, 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 when, I, I, I like when that. Donald right. Trump was president, yeah. and I speak now in a, in a non-political street vibe, mm-hmm. no country tests America. Russia, not, hey, when Donald Trump tell North Korea, them stand up, fat boy. Him know what time it is. Hey, when Donald Trump was standing tall, all the dictator them want to call the red phone because them know that Donald Trump is a strong man. Under Joe Stop Biden, there. even China are disrespect America. Everybody know attest no. Joe Biden to see how far him ago. No. Everybody no. attest That's Joe not Biden. what happened. That's it. That's not what happened. Trump went to North Korea and hold hands with Kim Jong Un. <laughs> He went to Russia and, 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 and sing Kumbaya with Putin. He <laughs> went and stand up to them people, okay? They need to stand that nonsense. That's attorney, me disagree. Totally attorney, me disagree with you. Trump Trump total. He stand up to Trump. none of them people. He went Trump there, shake their hands, kiss them, salute, salute North Korean general. The general ain't even saluting back. Ask <laughs> them a nonsense. It's embarrassing. Okay. Attorney, 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 me disagree with you. Here, what me disagree with you now with facts. Trump told Kim Jong Un to don't ever test a long range ballistic missile. As America will respond indefinitely. And he never do it under Trump. But guess what? Under Joe Biden now, they might do what they want. Okay? When um, Trump I I I got a I got I got a question to ask you because no, no no check this check listen to me. L- listen listen to me, right? I got I in in the in the name of fairness, you are officially for today. A member of the Bush Tea conversation to the end because this thing's sweet and, and I know about real things. I ain't I ain't gonna let you go, right? You 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 are gonna have. You, let me finish. Take it easy, man. Take it easy. You are going to have your because they ain't gonna say well the man calling for Donald Trump and never cut you off. Ain't gonna work, you know. I I could don't see the tactic out of try already. You are on. You are. Let me let me make something clear. Make something clear. My ratings high all the time, bro. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. This 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 thing is real. But but today today I I gonna allow you to I gonna allow you to make your Donald Trump argument. But I wanna ask you this question. I will give you. We are going to a break. So you got two minutes to think about it. If he is such this great this great businessman. Why did he file for bankruptcy six times? Just think about it. Don't answer it yet, right? Are we going to a break now, right? But I want to know why your great economic leader and all that stuff Mister is Mr. Bankruptcy himself and filed for bankruptcy six times. He lose money with a casino in, in Atlantic City. That'll never happen. Donald Trump did that. So think about it. Even You can even Google it. In the next two and a half minutes, I want you to come back. We'll have some fun with that. Bush T is live and direct to the ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back right after this. Doom scrolling. Let's break that habit, folks. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where if you want to know what's going on in the world and why it matters... All you have to do is give your thumb a rest and perk up your ears. We've got the news, but we've also got curiosity, joy, and surprise. 
Tune in for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Music can be an incredibly personal experience. A song can inspire you, it can comfort you, it can make you feel understood, it can even take you back to a specific moment in your life. And it all begins with the artist. Join me, Raina Duras, as I get personal through in-depth interviews with your favorite musicians and find out where those songs come from on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Saturday mornings, we're here for you with Weekend Edition. Two hours of news, interviews, new music, new books, rattling good stories, interesting people, challenging analysis, laughs, air shows, and donkey rides for the kids. So come along with us. Weekend Edition, Saturday mornings from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. With so much going on, it can be hard to keep up with who's doing what and why. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, letting you know whether it's news from across the country and the world or a deep conversation about a novel, movie, or music, we got you. Grab your coffee or your earbuds and tune in to Weekend Edition from NPR News. Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're back here and analyzes um, a very spirited discussion about uh, the the presidential uh, election for 2024. I got uh, my childhood friend and uh, he the deputy to me from time to time, Tony doing Henry on the line. Good morning, Councillor. How are you? Some bush this morning. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, we got Carla, who is a, a pro Donald Trump supporter this morning. And by the way, I want the public to know this, right? We have been getting, not a lot, but ever so often phone calls um, saying that we don't say enough good things about Donald Trump on this show, right? And I try to tell them, look, this is an NPR show. We're just sticking to what we see and we're analyzing what we read and all that stuff. So I just want the public to know that. So uh, I know that the caller, uh, he's heard us talking about him because up to yesterday, Doc School asked the question, when last we hear from you? So, right. so uh, huh? Excuse? Carla. Uh, I was saying, I was saying, right? Is yeah, he yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. Your caller still there or you hang up? Hello, caller. No, no, no. Oh, oh. No, 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 because, you, because you're, you're, gone, you're gone conspicuously silent. This, I wanted to know what oh, happened. So, 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 so Doc School asked, asked about you yesterday. And it's interesting that you called today. So thanks for listening yesterday because I know that prompted you to call today. So that's all well, good. Let me get the phone call. Let get the phone call while we're my- what you know? While you guys are going yesterday, make get the phone call. I know me have to call in. No, 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 not a problem. So, uh, so I asked, uh, so I asked you a question. If he is such this great financial man, why he filed for bankruptcy six times? Bankruptcy is a tool. Okay, it's a tool for people who understand business, and you know that Neville. You know that. Hey, my businessman, you know. Dan, so Donald Trump is a great businessman. He used the tool to protect his assets. And everybody know that. Any man in a business with a Democrat or Republican, 
business, every business don't succeed. You have to fail sometime in a business. I said no, six times. I, I, I didn't say once. I said six times, Carla. Before we, before we, be, be, before, before we go on to the special election, I want to get your perspective on that because there's a big special election going on in New York today. But I just want you to know, I said six times, not once. Six. Well, Neville, it's a tool. But I want to say one thing before you move on to the special election, if you, if you don't mind. Go right ahead. Okay. When Donald Trump was president in the U.S., okay? January, January 2017 America, to January 2021. America, America was safer during Donald Trump's term in America. Oh, really? Okay, under Joe Biden, we have more attack on U.S. facilities and troops. Iran, a big sponsor of terrorism, who are on the proxies today. When, when, when Barack Obama was president and give them hundreds of billions of dollars, and they now job and, and, and during Trump term, them same currency plummeted from a high of $122 billion to $18 billion. That's under Donald Trump when he squeezed Iran. When Joe Biden became president, he released the squeeze on Iran and turned them into a radical country again. These are the things where we are that's wrong policy. And also, the attorney compared Donald Trump to Hitler with that Baramia Latino. Donald Trump was the, the president who moved the capital in Israel to Jerusalem. Donald Trump stand with Israel firm and protect the Jews. And let me tell you this, you know, when Donald Trump, one of the greatest things you would even applaud for that we see the problem in the U.S. Virgin Islands is the open border them. No problem now what happening at the Virgin Islands because of open border. Donald Trump will fix the border them in America. You know what I want to say? Right now we have no problem, no Chinese, no terrorist groups are just coming the border and do what they want in, in America. And every country protect them borders. But all the opposition them want America, the only country in the world, not to protect them border. Even Mexico protect them border against foreign countries. Dominican Republic protect them borders against Haiti. And no countries are do that. But no of them don't want America to protect them on borders. These are the things Donald Trump has to solve. And if we don't solve these problems, we are destroying our great country. The, uh, I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry to, I'm sorry to inform you, but the borders were open under Trump. Thank and, you. Uh, that's number one. And number two, you ever notice that a lot of the people who are working for Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago and all that stuff are not American people, but people who come from foreign countries? Just, just marinate on that for he a little bit. For, for a little bit. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Me, no, I, I ain't even want to get into that, to that um, spousal thing. But, 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 I don't know how it's going to look in New York wow. because it's like Queens, and, Queens and Long Island supposed to get a brunt. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That, that that that's big. So that means that that means that early voting gonna play a bigger a bigger a bigger role, or it yes. or it could play a bigger role if in fact the weather is bad in the New York metropolitan area and it impacts turnout uh, for that election today, which is a Queens and Nassau County joint yes. district, right? Okay. Good. Yes. So, so, so let's talk about the special election, right? And I want to start with you, Dwayne Henry. Why is there a special election in New York today? Well, because um, the, the former um, congressman was um, expelled. 
And um, once the seat becomes vacant within X amount of time, the governor has to call a special election. And um, what, what's, so it, what, 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 what's the name of this young man who was the um, the, the, oh, the congressman? Oh, um, Kativa something. I don't know. No, 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 Anthony Anthony Devolder. Devolder, yes, pick yeah. one. Yeah, you know? yeah. George <laughs> but, Santos. Um, yes, you know, thirty thirty-two criminal um, counts or something like that. Yeah. So, so let me ask the caller now. Carla, this this young man who was expelled from Congress. He was a supporter of Joe Biden or or Donald Trump. Well, you know, it's a yes, it's a either was, or. He was a Republican. He was a Republican, so we know him support Donald Trump. Okay, good. Let's I, be real about it. Okay, I, 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 I just I just want the record to be to to, to reflect that today. Mm -hmm. Now the two the two um the two leading candidates because it's more than two candidates on the ballot, right? It's multiple, it's multiple That's candidates, correct. right? It's about three or four. Yeah. Yeah. A couple minor yeah, ones. Yeah. yeah, one of them is a former congressman. Right, um, uh, I think that's 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 a Democratic candidate, right? Yes. And, and uh, I want so, I want I want to pull this up. And interestingly enough, and uh, Philip oh, Philip is the other lady. Yeah, Philip, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, interestingly enough, uh -huh. the the lady who is running on the Republican side, right? Uh -huh. She is actually was actually born in Ethiopia, but she identifies yes. herself as an Israeli, right? <laughs> so, so something like hold up there. I'm gonna pull it up now. Uh, let me see. Um, okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Swozy is uh, Philip Swozy, uh -huh. right? That, that's his name, right? Um, yes. No, let me say no. Tom Swozy is a uh -huh. Democrat, and Mazi right. Philip, right? She's a county legislator, a Nassau county legislator, right? right. And she was uh, actually born in Ethiopia, right? Yes. But she actually lives uh, in in New York now. Um, uh -huh. Let me ask both of you this question. The importance of this special election took on a whole new dynamic last week when there was a vote to, ex to impeach Secretary Mayorkas and the vote uh -huh. ended up 215-215 and then one of the Republicans switches vote to yes so that he could uh -huh. be on the prevailing side if they have a vote again. Now, uh -huh. if, if Swozy wins, Attorney Henry Foss, then, uh -huh. uh, uh, then, then the, the Republicans have a problem because they are expecting Scalise to come uh -huh. back from Louisiana to uh -huh. to break the tie. But then now this is gonna be yes. another tie again, right? Based another on based on that, yes. yeah. Okay, so yes, talk, yes, talk a little yes, bit about they, that. They, they, yes, this is very very important. This is a very very important um, thing. Apparently, um, what's his name? This is, once again, you know, experience and leadership counts. The, 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 the speaker of the house should have done call up that second vote. So it, now we're going to have an election. Let's say the Democrat wins. He gets sworn in immediately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, now the Speaker has that problem. If uh, the Speaker was smart, he would have called the vote yesterday. Exactly. Or even today. But that's if Scalise could make it back. But remember, Scalise dealing with a medical issue, right? That's true. And, and when you're going through um, chemo, yes. you can't just... Exactly. Exactly. Let me ask the caller this because Carla, it looks like a majority of the Republican Congress congressmen and women are pro Donald Trump. Why do you think Congress is struggling so much, given how much strength you claim Donald Trump have to push the American agenda? Well, one of the things may I say last time when McCarlin with you, you know, 
I ask you a question about Congress and focus on today's question. No, 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 no. I talk about Congress. I talk about Congress. I'm not going to the. Yeah, yeah, because don't forget, don't forget, don't forget, right? The name of the show is Analyze This. We don't normally get into the emotional thing, but I allow you to to deviate because something like so. So get so get into analytical mode now and let me talk. Why is the Republican Congress struggling so much, given that they're in power and they could help close the border? Help us out. One of the reasons why. Mm -hmm. Every every congressperson in our Congress don't support Donald Trump. That's first thing. Okay, all Donald Trump powers not just go over to every political congressman or congresswoman in our Congress. Not even Joe Biden powers are go over to everybody. Everybody still have their mind. But one thing we know for sure, Donald Trump have much influence upon majority of the members in our Congress. That's what we know as fact. But me now say that Donald Trump, not as president, could control the agenda in that whole Congress. But him have enough supporters to be able to help deviate, defer, or, or progress any agenda in our Congress. Okay, good. Now, I, I, want, I, I want to respond to something you said earlier. When you talk about um, people don't respect America, and they're attacking America now, and they didn't attack America when Donald Trump was the president. I'm going to read an article from that's December. No, 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 but that's, that's the impression you gave, so don't back off now, because I, I got a story now. I, 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 I will coop in you, and you believe I don't know how to coop, but I coop you today. I want you to listen to me very carefully, right? December 27, 2019. Several American troops wounded and U.S. contractor killed in rocket attack on Kirkuk base, right? And here is what Mike Pompeo said, right? This is Mike Pompeo was the Secretary of State, I believe for Donald Trump, right? He said, right, U.S. officials believe Iranian-backed militias are behind a recent spate of rocket attacks that have targeted U.S. bases and interests in Iraq over the last couple of months. A U.S. official told Military Times that Iran-backed militias are now using more lethal and longer-range 122-millimeter rockets in their in their uh, attacks. In other words, and here's what Secretary Pompeo said. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo warned Iran and its leaders in December of a decisive U.S. response if the regime or its militias harm American troops or allies in the region. The reason why I want to reference that is because you, meant, you give the impression that under Joe Biden, we're getting attacked and all that stuff, like as if we didn't get attacked Again, attack under Trump, under Obama, under Bush, under Clinton, what have you. America will always, America will always be the target of Western hate. Okay? Yes, can I respond to that? Nevin? Okay, good. Go ahead. Yeah, yes, what, sir. Go ahead. Let's look. Let's analyze now mm -hmm. because the, the crews that we put in the Bush tea way up now. So let's analyze properly. Okay, now Bush. What kind of Bush? What kind of Bush for you this man? Man, mad lemon grass bush tea. Lemon grass. Uh, um, Dwayne, it look like that man listening to you, no? Like <laughs> man listening to you. Bad. Yeah, you know, you know, you know what you're doing. You know yeah, yeah, go ahead and respond. Yeah. We got a couple of minutes left. Yeah. Let me respond to you. Yeah. Look at the root of the problem first before Trump come in. Okay? Iran was enough problem. No problem. Okay? When, when Barack Obama gave Iran all that money... Iran funneled enough of that money you, to the proxy. You, 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 know, you know something? I, I know that. I, I, had, I had a sense. I had a sense. No, I'm not going to lay off in it because I can't allow you to mislead my audience. Who who killed 
Osama bin Laden? Man. Answer Donald the question. Answer the question in 2000, in 2010 or whatever it was when 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 uh they went into um Barack Obama. Uh, Barack Obama. Thank you very Barack much. Thank, thank, thank you very on much, that, man. So, so I, I'm not. That, I, yeah, on, man. Go ahead. Barack Obama, Barack Obama did it, but George Bush put the cloth on the right on, on the road, and 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 because of what George Bush did. It, Okay, Barack Obama was able to benefit do, from it. Do, 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 don't, don't, don't make me, don't make me, don't make me ban you from the show, you know. I know they love the Bush tea, right? <laughs> but don't make me ban you from the show. By the way, I want you to know that yeah, doing, doing that special election, that weather dynamic is very, very important, you know, because... Uh, yeah, yeah. Some people, some people are are are, are not in the business of going nowadays. If, if, if they were, if they were thinking about whether they should go to vote, this might be a deterrent, doing Henry. Yes, it is. And you know, hold, 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 uh, let, let, let me get Dwayne to respond. Go ahead, go ahead, Dwayne. Yeah, and, and and that's very important. In Queens, you know, you could always take the the subway yes. to the to the thing, or yeah. you could sub literally walk. Yeah. But you yeah. know, in, in in that part of um in Glen of, Cove, uh, in, Glen, in, in Glen Cove, yeah, you live there, yeah. you got got car. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you The worst the worst car accident I ever had uh-huh. was I drove in a store storm from Delaware heading back to Georgia to catch a plane in Newark and I slam uh-huh. I slam into the median and the New York Turnpike. I am grateful Ooh. to be here today. You know what I'm saying? Well, that, 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 well. I saw a car spinning in front of me and I thought, Well I gonna be all right because he's this great driver. And before yeah. you know it, I lost control. And black, then, ice. I, I, and black ice and and a, a, a truck were coming to me. A holler would take to take my car so I could catch a train uh-huh. from uh, fr- from Princeton up to Newark. Gentlemen, thank you very much for calling this uh-huh. morning. Carla, good luck with your candidate in 2024, man. Okay. Thank you, man. Thank you. You got it. And, and Dwayne, Dwayne, we'll do more bushy down the road. Thanks a lot. Appreciate okay, that. Okay, for sure. And, and, and thank you, Miss Elaine Porsche. And good luck with the Equanimity Retreat Refuge. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of Analyze This. Talk to you then. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party! Or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. Right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Ah, sometimes you need a moment to just step back, relax, and listen to your favorite song. I'm Raina Duris, and on the next World Cafe, maybe I can help you find something new to love or maybe remind you of something you've been missing. There's so much music out there to enjoy. So take a moment, take a breath, and tune in to World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1.